0: Star Wars 7x7 episode 402. Today, bonus material from Star Wars Celebration Anaheim. Today, a snippet of an interview with Alex Robinson and Pete the Retailer from Star Wars Minute on what they would change in the Star Wars saga. Punch it, Chewy. Feel the disturbance in the force? It's Star Wars 7x7, your daily 7-minute podcast. With your host, Alan Boybodd. Destiny Unleashed. Hey Rebel Rouser, welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host, Alan Voivod, back from vacation. Thank you again very much for all the good wishes for us as uh, the entire Star Wars 7x7 team, including Quizmaster Joe, Scorekeeper Declan, and Brainstormer Lonnie, all retired To the shores of Cape Cod with extended family for a well deserved rest. And also thank you so much for everybody who shared wonderful, kind words on the occasion of our 400th episode as well, which happened while we were away. And, yep, still, (laughs) I would say still just getting started, but 400 episodes is hardly getting started, but uh, still powering on. Crazy to think that we're going to be past 500 by the time The Force Awakens arrives in theaters, but there you have it. We are on the march to 500. And I think at that point... We may officially surpass every other Star Wars podcast for number of episodes produced, which would be really just kind of amazing and remarkable, but... Let's not get ahead of ourselves, shall we? (laughs) Let's focus on today's episode, which has to do with a pair of prolific Star Wars podcasters, the guys from Star Wars Minute, Alex Robinson and Pete the Retailer, who just finished, not too long ago, their run on Return of the Jedi, all 132 minutes of the despecialized edition, if you will. And I caught up with them at Star Wars Celebration and shared an interview with them, earlier this year in answer to the question why star wars but occasionally we've been also asking some folks their opinion on one thing that they would change in any or all of the star wars movies and we did pose that very same question to alex and pete while we were there as well so here is their response if anyone in the world would have answers to this question it would be you two um If there's one thing that you could change about any or all of the six Star Wars movies, and this is not counting special edition changes because we could all go on for hours about that. Right. What is the one thing you would change?
1: In the movies or...
0: Yeah, in the movies. Real-world stuff. In the movies. Like, for example, um, people who we've asked this question on the podcast before have said they'd like to see the Ewoks be more primal and feral. Right. Or that the Death Star be more intimidating, like having flaming coronas shooting out of it or things like that. My thing is um, I'd like to see Anakin have been like 13 or 14 years old and older than Padme at the start of The Phantom Menace. Mm -hmm. So, things like that.
1: An adult, uh, or at least an adolescent Anakin. I think would have been a stronger choice
0: mm-hmm. like right
1: if you, if, if you had to do the prequels at all which let's say they had to mm-hmm. um, I think it would have been better I would have liked to have seen a more like a Butch and Sundance kind of relationship between Obi-Wan and, and Anakin right. mm-hmm. sort of more partners you know one was like the junior partner maybe a bit more headstrong and the other one was kind of like the, the more calming figure but I think having him as a kid it was just too uh, it was just tough
0: mm-hmm. yeah um, I would uh, I would take out the Chewbacca's Tarzan yell because that's the only kind of extra textual reference in the whole thing. And it takes you out of that universe, and it it becomes as far as I can tell. I mean, other than like a Wilhelm scream or something, but Chewbacca's Tarzan yell and Jedi, uh, yeah, totally kind of ruins it. It's it like, is wait, a bit of a meta
1: gag that they don't normally yeah
0: that, that, do that kind of. It's the thing. only thing like that.
1: Although the prequels do have ET in them. Yeah, but that's like that's a little easy background. To, easy to miss, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. and you know. That could be explained. That's, oh, yeah, well, you know, they live in this giant universe. That planet's been around. You don't think it's possible through some kind of temporal distortion that Chewbacca could have seen Tarzan movies? No. (laughs) Or that the makers of Tarzan movies could have somehow (laughs) known that Chewbacca made this noise?
0: No. All right. I'm against it. You heard him. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you very much and there you have it Alex and Pete from Star Wars Minute and again guys congratulations on finishing your run on the original trilogy and it's very exciting to hear that they're going to be covering the prequel trilogy as well (laughs) despite their original misgivings. And they had said that they went into Return of the Jedi not necessarily liking it as much and liking it more as they went on. So it'll be very interesting to see whether they feel the same way about the prequel trilogy as it begins. And I know that The Phantom Menace is Pete the Retailer's favorite of the prequels, so this will be a good start, but we'll have to wait to 2016 before we get there. And there's one other thing about the whole extra textual references that Pete mentioned, and I don't think there were any in the prequel, so I think it really is only the Chewbacca Tarzan yell, but I guess you could also consider the Wilhelm scream an extra textual reference in a sense. It's sort of become one over time, and if you're not familiar with the Wilhelm scream, it is this particular pained exclamation. (laughs) This is a bit of an in-joke for sound designers, and you'll hear it a lot in blockbuster movies. It was started by Ben Burtt in the original Star Wars, where a stormtrooper that is shooting across the chasm at Luke and Leia before they swing across falls with that noise. And in the blog post for this show's episode, we will post a link to the Wikipedia article, where you can see references to where the Wilhelm scream is used in all six of the Star Wars movies, and in a bunch of other Star Wars places as well. Hey Rebel Rousers! Do you have a dock that you drop your phone into to play podcasts or stream music? I do, and it was supposed to make my life more convenient, but I have to walk over to it every few minutes for phone calls or text messages, or to clear out notifications announcing that my troops were finished training in Star Wars Commander. But then we got the Cool Stream Duo, a little device that plugs into the 30-pin adapter on our music player and connects to my phone via Bluetooth, and voila! I've freed my phone from the dock while the podcast plays on. It's inexpensive and it works. Check it out at CoolStreamDuo.com. All right, that's going to about wrap it up for us with just one last thing. A note of thanks to Kate LeMay, who posted a five-star rating of the podcast on iTunes and called it Seven Minutes of Star Wars Heaven. Very sweet. And also said, calling all Star Wars lovers, don't miss this show. So thank you so much, Kate, for doing that. And if you at home listening or at the gym or on the road or wherever you may be, if you have not yet left a rating or review on iTunes of the podcast, then please, by all means, do so. It helps more awesome Star Wars people like you find and enjoy the podcast and help support what we are doing here at Star Wars 7x7 for you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7, and hey, before you take on Count Dooku all by yourself, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And we'll be able to do even more with the show for you with your support at patreon.com SW7x7. That's not a crazy spinning alien of unknown origin, it's Destiny Unleashed.